The time is 28 minutes past nine on Thursday, the 28th of November, 2013. My name is Garen Thomas. And I'm Simon Payne. And you're listening to episode 69 of Herod of Mercy. Is that episode 69? Or is it episode 68? Fuck, don't do this to me. Because I'm pretty sure... it's episode 68. Yeah. Have Don't I, jump I, ahead, because then oh. you'll be on episode 70 a, a week before the rest of us. I was just so desperate to make a 69 joke. <laughs> Wait, there will be there'll be time. It's, uh, next week. Next yeah. week. It, it is one of the great comedy numbers. <laughs> it is. That and 420. But it's going to take us a while to get to 420. It's going to take us a while. Oh, but when we get there. What an ep- that's going to be. What an episode. I am going to be so high. I, I don't think that'll be a good episode, though. No, because we'll be because I don't know how many years will four twenty be away. That's like ten years. That's like ten. Like so, it's going to be me and you in like our, our mid thirties, yeah. really high, like laughing yeah. at, at I don't know, oh. Krull. It'll probably be Krull. We'll be watching Krull. You won't you won't be able to see Krull. You'll just be able to hear us laughing at Krull. <laughs> yeah, and I, the I, sound of like polyphonic spree in the background somewhere. <laughs> what, what I don't get that why why would why would there be polyphonic spray why would there be polyphonic spray in the background because I'm a 25 year old white man who's never done weed who's trying to sound like he knows what he's talking about that's why G <laughs> right okay uh, yeah, uh, I, I see what you mean <laughs> but they now, seem vaguely esoteric I mean yeah I've, I'm not saying they're not the sort of band you'd listen to when you were high Simon but <laughs> We'll, we'll we'll talk about it more during episode 420. I'll talk okay. you through it. I look forward to it. So, yeah, I'm a bit ill this week. Yeah, um, you may hear it. that There's the, there's a slight sniffle going on at G's end of the uh, of the line. Yeah, I don't... It's, I don't it's, I've got a cold. It's not much of a sniffly cold. It's more of a sort of... I feel like I'm constantly, like, having my life force sapped away from a <laughs> cold. You feel like you're, you're, you're trapped with a lich somewhere. Yeah, I feel like, well, I mean, when you say track for lich, I feel like there is a lich living inside my throat. (laughs) A throat lich. Yeah, a throat lich. And every now and then he's just punching my brain. (laughs) What a dick. Yeah, so that's what I've got going on at the moment. Um, No one likes that kind of lich. I was really, well, anyway, you don't need the details, but I was more kind of like sniffling earlier, but... I don't know. It's it's coming and going. We'll see how we'll see how the show works. We'll really. see. We'll see how things pan out. Um, but obviously, being ill, I've had a lot of time to sit at home on my own, feeling sorry for myself. Um, <laughs> I've watched anyone who's friends with me on Facebook will have noticed I've watched a lot of Archer recently over the last few days on Netflix. Yeah, I've also watched. I'm pretty sure all of Arrested Development. I don't feel like Arrested Development always strikes me as one of those shows that like peep show. It's probably good in like one or two episode bursts, but if you sit down and watch a whole bunch of it, it might make you feel kind of bad about, you know, people. No, I mean, I, I couldn't watch. I mean, you, you've, you've watched Peep Show of me, right? Yeah. Yeah, and, and like I spend most of the time hiding behind my own hand. It's like sitting with a six-year-old and watching Doctor Who. Yeah. But, but like... <laughs> You go to a really scared place. It's yeah, quite. It's, it, it gets quite dark. I'll, I'll go to. I'll go into the kitchen and get myself a drink repeatedly. I'm like, oh, I need to stand outside of this door now. No, don't pause it. 
I can't deal with this. Uh, no, Arrested Development's totally different. It's a very different source of comedy. I can quite happily marathon Arrested Development and have repeatedly. But obviously, there's only so much I can watch that I own. So um, I thought... You know, you know, Simon, we, we met, we've discussed this before, we met at an anime society. We um, did. Our um, eyes locked across a crowded council chamber. Ju- just for an explanation of that, we used to do the anime screenings in the council chamber of the yeah. student union. We yeah, were, man, like, we were just at Manchester City Council talking I about don't think, like, like an anybody anime. else ever used that room for anything. Well, apart really. from the drama society. Apart from the drama society, he always seemed dead set on doing it whenever we were trying to do stuff. Which yeah. became, which quickly became a quite kind of like a nerds versus jocks scenario. Apart from everyone, apart from everyone was nerds. Drama society. Yeah, the drama <laughs> nerds versus the anime nerds. I think we won. Did we win? No, we we never won. We, we had a bigger society than them, though. Oh yeah, we did have a weirdly large society. Um, no, anyway. Point being, I haven't watched anime in quite a while. Like <laughs> discounting occasionally, like like Studio Ghibli films and stuff. But that like, doesn't count. That doesn't count. Um, so I was ill, and I thought I've got some free time. I'll um, I'll watch an anime now. Now there's a crucial question that I'm going to ask you now, G. Did you go back to one that you've seen before, which is safe, or did you watch a current one, which is very dangerous? I decided to look at something new. Um, because if you remember the last time I watched anime, we have discussed this. I think it was another time I was ill, and I ended up watching Love Hina. Yeah, that's that's fine. Like, yeah. that's that's perfectly acceptable. It's a bit, a bit of a weird choice. I would have gone for Full Metal Alchemist. Yeah, maybe, but... maybe early, early, um, early run Naruto. I don't, not sure if if Love Hina would be the first place I go. Got some mechs in there. Anyway. Um, I'd recently heard things about a show called Attack on Titan. I knew it was going to be Attack on Titan. Because, I mean, there's lots of people who I could have respect for their opinions have enjoyed this and been yeah. talking about everybody's it. talking about it's, it. I'm refusing to watch it because I'm, I'm worried it's like a gateway drug and no, I'll it, just I'll get stuck it stuck back in that world again. What it actually is is really shit. Oh <laughs> really? Oh well that's a relief. It kind of reminded me why I stopped watching anime cuz it starts up like I mean it starts off with kind of like some guys fighting a giant. And I was like, yeah, I can get into this. They they're on horses and they've got some like sort of weird steampunky style technology and they're oh, attacking that's cool. a giant. It's a bit kind of fantasy and weird. I don't know. And then um, and then a, a young boy turns up. And and gets really angry at people. Like he meets this. Like the, I'm I'm going to talk. I I watched about ten minutes of it, and I was like, no, nah, never watching anime again. Yeah, well, I guess I guess this stage of my life is definitely done. So I'll talk you through what happens. He he meets some drunken guards, some guards of the town who are a bit drunk, and then he like clenches his fists and is like, I can't believe you've betrayed everything that we believe in. And I'm like. Whoa, kid, you're like eight. What the fuck are you doing? And I thought, no, this is an anime trope, isn't it? Like little kids getting yeah. and angry about shit. Getting righteous. Really Shut intense. the fuck up, kid. Um, we then move on to a scene where a group of people come into the town. I say a scene, it's actually a still frame, but the camera pans down. I'm like, yeah. wow. Another classic <laughs> trope. Another classic trope. Um, then Those we've... scenes, by the way, are like a moustache on a, on a woman. Because you, you you don't really have to deal with it until you notice it, and then you can't stop you can't noticing stop it. Noticing it. Um, 
Then we found out he's got an adopted sister. Of course. Of course. It's not a blood relative, it's fine. <laughs> um, and, then, and then there's a fight scene where people remain static while action lines appear around them. And the young emo boy shouts some more about how, how disgusting their morals are. And then I was like, yeah, I'm not watching this anymore. <laughs> I am never watching this again. So it sounds like not much has changed. Not Pretty cheaply changed. made. Yeah, it, it was really... Uh, that was the thing. It was like, everyone was like, "Oh, it's really good. Like the story's really interesting. Can't wait to hear like find out what happens in the next like manga or whatever of this. <laughs> whatever the like, next thing is." Yeah, and I and then and then I watched it, and I was like, "No, this is really lame." <laughs> what what's wrong with you people? I don't know. Like, what's it, wrong it, with 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 these people is that it, they're they're having to suspend disbelief more and more to stay watching <laughs> that kind of stuff. I guess that's it. So, so when a bunch of people say something is good, everybody else agrees with them because the the other option is to think about it and then deal with the fact that maybe it's time to stop watching anime. You know, and you know the thing is, and I was thinking about this. Like, if I watch the first season of Star Trek: The Next Generation, Simon, I'm going to be his story's not great. The graph, the, the effects aren't brilliant, but it was made in the eighties, so I can yeah, give like, it a pass. If can... someone made a show that was the first series of Star Trek: The Next Generation, now I would I would tell them to fuck off. What with like all the women in like the spandex miniskirts? Yeah, and the men in the spandex miniskirts. If you want to see how the world changed from the late eighties to the nineties, just watch Next Gen from seasons like one to about six. Then you can. You- see yeah i mean and that's the thing it's like i, I will i watch that next it's like well they were doing the best they could but if someone did that now i'd be like fuck this shit yeah that's uh that's yeah <laughs> it's not the, great is it but yeah that's so anime. Well, this this anime by the way is the one yeah. that everybody was dressing up at as in uh, at the last anime convention i went to the one that all the mean girls type women were dressed up as. I remember you, yes. Very, very in vogue. I suppose that's what it is now. We, we've got fashion trends in that world. That's what it is. Yeah. It's not a. It's not good because it's good. It's, it's good, good because, because everybody's quiet. saying it's good. I guess. Maybe that's it. <laughs> Game done changed, son. <laughs> Speaking so, of which, I'm um, I'm 25 now. Yeah. Congratulations on how old you are, Simon. Thank you. So much older than me. These fucking kids. You're 25. I'm still a young, bright-faced 24-year-old. Me and Nicole went for a weekend away for my 25th birthday. Very romantic. We went to uh, we went to Warhammer World um, and then TGI Fridays, where we <laughs> proceeded to get drunk on cocktails. And then we found a miniature golf place that was open until 11 o'clock at night and played drunk miniature golf. Well, that's a that's actually like I mean it started off badly, but that is a dream end to a birthday night. What, what that is is what that is, G is um, is a birthday night for a twenty five year old man child if written by Diablo Cody. But it's just my life. <laughs> it's just Pretty where good. I live in that world, in that magical dream world. When we got back from that that exciting three day long weekend, there's adverts on the television. Like, because we've been watching a lot of MTV recently, because, you know, that's where the catfish is, it's what catfish mm. is on. And, like, loads of efforts. Like, if you're between the ages of 20 and 24, and Nicole just sat across from me on the sofa with, like, an, um, like a, a full-on look of glee on her face. She's like, ah, <laughs> old man, <laughs> you're not in that demographic anymore. Guess who is? Me. 
It's, I, I mean, I, I'm fucking petrified because that's what forms say. It's like 18 to 24 or something. Yeah. Or 20, and it's like, no, I'm not going to be in that group. I'm going to be in the next group up, but it's yeah. the worst group. You're just going to have to get used to it, man. You've got to spread your arms and, and welcome oblivion. It's the, it's the way it is. That's the thing I, I learned this week is that, you know, maybe it's fine being 25. Maybe it's fine to be a man. Someone's got to be a man. Yeah, but it's better to be young. <laughs> no, I don't think so. It's better not have to have to deal with my own mortality. <laughs> I mean, my body's already trying to kill me. It apparently. is, yeah. As we speak, your body is reminding you of your own mortality. Yeah, it's the last thing I need, to be honest. <laughs> <laughs> no, it's, um, it's good. I feel good. We went to... Um, it also means that, you know, accepting that you're, that you're now 25 and no longer a, a sprightly young, young newbold teen, it makes things like when we went to Toys R Us... Um, to buy some birthday presents for me with some money that I ha- I'd, I'd got for my birthday. Mm. We went to Toys R Us to buy Skylanders and um, the lady behind the counter assumed that we were buying them for our children. Yeah. And um, that was fine for me. Nicole didn't make Nicole feel very good. <laughs> she's still she, she's still living the lie. She still thinks that she's she's going to be young forever. But you're, you, you've, you've reached 25. You know what the deal is. Yeah. I know, I know. It's all downhill from here. Maybe it'll be all right. We'll see. It probably won't be though. <laughs> it probably won't. <laughs> That's the message, the errand of mercy message. Maybe everything will be all right, but it probably won't be. Probably won't be. So, you know, handle that. <laughs> Just prepare. Except, expect the best, but prepare for the worst. Is it okay if I talk about Rob, Rob Ford for a bit? <laughs> Why not? He is our uh, he is our new favourite Canadian. On he is the show. A, yeah, he's the new favourite Canadian, um, and he's apparently a lot of other people's favourite Canadians. Um, no, so as you know, Rob Ford, um, despite being mayor of a city, smoked crack, got drunk, um, set, propositioned one of his staff members, perhaps instigated a gangland murder. <laughs> Tackled a woman during a council meeting. It's just unfolding like a beautiful kind of trail of carnage. Um, yeah, we found this week that a uh, survey of Toronto voters um, revealed that 42% of them approve of the job he is doing. <laughs> now, there's a lot of things going on here. Do you reckon that's because they they think that they actually think he's doing a good job? Do you think it's because they think it's funny and they want it to continue? Or do you think it's because they're just so Canadian they can't, like, say a bad word against anyone? Well, I'm, I don't know. I mean, apparently his poll ratings have actually gone up in the last two <laughs> oh months. God. So... That's, that's not good. <laughs> it's not, yeah. I mean, like, I, I, I think normally I'm a big fan of democracy, Simon. But, like... Seriously, guys, are you seeing <laughs> like, you seeing the same news that we're seeing? Yeah, I mean, I, are they? Does Toronto get different news maybe, from us? Maybe, maybe. I think I, that's the only explanation I can. Think I guess of. that's just you can just do anything if you're a pol- political figure now. It's like Berlusconi. Yeah, like just he, like do whatever the fuck you want, and people will be like, "Yeah, he seems legit." Yeah, that he seems remind, fine to me. He reminds me of me. I smoke crack too. <laughs> <laughs> maybe Toronto is just full of crackheads. 
Maybe that's what it is. Maybe forty-two percent of the population of Toronto of Torontonians are crackheads. I don't know if that's the word for people from Toronto. Torontonians. What's the word for people from from Torontites? Torontites. <laughs> I I like Torontonians. I know it's it's got something stately about it, doesn't? Yeah, the Torontonians. They sound like a family from Game of Thrones. <laughs> I was going to say they sound more like a society that has leather back chairs. All that, yeah, 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 yeah. The yeah. Torontonians. Yeah. Um, but they're kind of like... <laughs> Leatherbacked they... leather back chairs and big ivory carved crack pipes. That's what it is. <laughs> That's why. They were um, actually... They, they thought that they were they were surveying the population of Toronto, but what they were actually doing was surveying the Torontonians, who yeah. are a massively pro-crack gentleman's, gentleman's yeah. club. Um, so, I mean, are you, are you booking, booking a hotel? Oh, no, I'm a member of the Torontonians. <laughs> I, I, I always carry my, I always carry the club crack pipe with me. That's how <laughs> they can tell who's who. The, it's like a staff of office. The more bejeweled and ornate your crack pipe is in the Torontonians. Oh, yeah. Well, I imagine the, the, the head of the Torontonians has a Gandalf-style sort of two-foot-long crack pipe. <laughs> yeah. Or it's like the big horns that they have in Switzerland. It's massive. You can smoke like you can smoke like like fifty fifty grand's worth of crack in one toke through it. It's huge. Yeah. It will kill you. Though. <laughs> yeah. It's it's mostly for show. It's just for a ceremony. Don't use like. it. It will kill you. Please, for God's sake, do not use the Grand Torontonian's crack pipe. <laughs> Um, so yeah, like I guess forty-two percent of people, the people from Toronto, you need to reconsider some Just, shit. Yeah, T- start taking this seriously because he's not—he's not good at his <laughs> job or being a person. You, you've got to get he's, used to that fact. By pretty much every metric, he's not a good person to be running a city. If you find a new one where you're like, no, actually, his reforms in this department, he will find a way within a week to fuck that up as well. I'm pretty sure. He's like a mayoral black hole. Not even light can escape. Um, But, I mean, that's the thing. If 42% of people support him, he could quite easily win again. What would happen? What would happen if he won? (laughs) <laughs> like if because like, they can't impeach him, so what would happen if he won at the next election? I mean, I guess like at that point, I mean, the Queen's like in charge of Canada, right? I think she'd have to say like enough is enough. At that that point. would I, I hope the way she would choose to do it is like he's about to accept his um his key to the city or whatever it is they give you when you're the mayor of a city, and then Stone Cold Steve Austin's music starts up in the background, and the Queen just comes out in a leather biker jacket. <laughs> <laughs> and then there's like a massive there's a massive to do like she's got she's, she's decided to take back Canada yeah her and um, it's the Prime Minister of France too. what Francois Hollande the President yeah. of France oh because like there's French people in Canada so they'll team up yeah like, it, like an old e- England and France finally put aside their differences to take on one like crack smoking Bayamon and then they wrestle him into submission so maybe he should win. Stop brother, doesn't he? So it's obvious. Oh, I'd be like the most amazing tag team. I'm pretty sure that's a reasonable gimmick as well. That's a pretty good kayfabe gimmick. A failed mayor who did loads of crack and his brother. And yeah. like a tag team. 
<laughs> I'm pretty sure Rob Ford seems like the guy who's sort of going really into wrestling as well. Yeah, he probably is, isn't he? Him and his, him and his brother are in a tag team called Right to Impeach. <laughs> <coughs> oh, this show's quite being quite hard on me. I'm sorry, man. We should try and be less funny. <laughs> try, try not to do jokes. <laughs> this is our um, this is the air anniversary our comedy podcast and this is the jokeless episode um i saw a guy um i don't know i'm gonna talk about i mean if you follow me on twitter you'll have seen both of these things i saw a guy the other day like in town with stone Cold steve austin like i think taped onto his back it's hard to I, there's a photo of it on my twitter it's at dot underscore communism i saw a guy with a jacket and someone had like used strips of tape to write um stone cold steve um stone cold steve austin 316 that's so like i kind of like it it's it's a crazy thing to see though it's very attitude era as well isn't it The, the idea that somebody has done that with electrical tape and and the thing is like wrestling was in town like a fortnight ago they did like the wrestling at the Manchester arena yeah they did like, yeah and two weeks late i don't know this guy just like missed the day or is he always look like that and <laughs> it's not it's not like the picture you took of him does this does it does it actually say stone cold or does it just say cold steve austin no it does say stone cold oh, God, that's sort of bent he over. is big as well like he's a big he was a big man yes he's big enough for you to write stone cold steve austin across his shoulders yeah um, with, no, and stone, have it be it legible yeah you can't see cuz he's like bent over and talking to his mate so the stone no. bit's like hidden but yeah no it definitely said the whole message <laughs> it's so good I uh, like it. I'm kind of, I'm, I'm kind of down with him. And I that was, on his side. That was the same day I was stood next to a woman at a bus stop who had a naked picture of herself as her mobile phone background. That's pretty ballsy as well. There's a lot of ballsy people who want you to know what's going on. They I want guess. to know what they want you to know in Manchester. <laughs> yeah, they I want mean, to be loud and proud. Which I know. I, I can I, only respect. I know exactly what both of those people are about, I guess. That's I don't true. Like that, that whole thing. So what's that, do you reckon? I, I mean, it's like, if, if she, if it was, sort of, if I'd seen like her, like a guy and he had a naked picture of her, I would have been, I would have thought that's gross. I could have like understood it it was like oh it's her boyfriend and he like he's so into her naked body he's got it as a desktop background. yeah like you like that i'm hitting that yeah like he wants you to know but but she... it's just did the did the did the shots look like candids were they like taken at arm's length was she would did did the background look like it was professionally done for her no no i mean it was i mean i don't know I, I i i didn't I would say that someone else had taken the photo. Of okay. She, there was a picture of her, I, I would say, lying down. I didn't get a very long look at it. I've got that's good. That's, um, that's, a, uh, that's a credit to you as a human being. Well done. Well, I mean, what, your, your response at that situation, I mean, what is it? 
If you, response, if, you, if you catch that over somebody's shoulder, is to register what's going on and then just avert your eyes. Yeah, exactly. And then talk about it on your amazing podcast. That's all you, that's all you can do. Like, yeah, I mean, you can't, sure. like You can't in-depth, like, Sherlock Holmes that shit, you know? What are you going to, like, are you going to, like, what's what's going to happen in that scenario? Like, somebody's going to be like, hey, that's, uh, that's a nice background. And she'll be like, yeah, it is. Yeah, uh, you like my background? And then and then he'd be like, yeah. Like to uh, like to get some some better looks at at that body, and then maybe they'd fuck. Maybe that's the deal. They, but I mean, it seems like a roundabout way to like. Why didn't she just like Snapchat them some pictures of her naked or because something? Because she wants like people on the bus to know. You can't Snapchat everybody on the bus. That's incredibly she, like. I mean, she was an attractive woman. I've got to say that's weird. So I mean. You know, what she a had weird nothing, thing to she do. She had nothing to be ashamed of, but she, I don't think there's anyone should be that proud of their own naked body that they want to look at it every time. They well, like, I think people should be proud of their uh, naked body. Um, I have no, no problem uh, with that, but I, I think it's that, just a bit of a weird game. Not that proud. Yeah. No one should be that proud. That's just narcissism. It's pretty narcissistic, isn't yeah. it? It's strange that that you choose to have it. Uh, yeah, it's an odd situation. I would have, I would have questioned her. I would have said, "What? Why? Why have you chosen to do that?" Exactly. But then you've got to acknowledge that you've seen her naked. I mean, but, that, it's, but it's like no one but, should be put in that situation. Uh, yeah. I, I don't know you, but I have seen you naked. Could you explain why you've chosen to visit that upon me? <laughs> Can you explain why I'm dealing with what I'm dealing with right now? <laughs> why at like like half past nine in the morning on the number fifty into Manchester, I'm having to deal with this right now? Yeah, exactly. Exactly. Trying to drink my that. mocha, and you are you're like assaulting my eyes with your your naked body. <laughs> I'm I mean, not happy about this. I'm pretty sure if that was. In fact, like, if it was a dude, I'm pretty sure it would be considered sexual assault, right? Yeah, like, because the equivalent is, like, just, like, a full-body shot, like a guy having a full-body shot of himself as like, his background. It, it would be like, if you saw someone walking around with a picture, like, a dude walking around with a picture of himself balls out, like, on his T-shirt... <laughs> Well, instead of Stone Cold Steve Austin, that guy had a picture of himself balls out naked. I, th- I think that T-shirt is another level because that's not what was going on. But well, I guess. But yeah, it's odd. People, it's... people, stop, stop being. So we were speaking about like a couple of weeks ago about how everybody's naked. Yeah. Let's let's maybe this week let's just put some clothes on. Dial it down a little bit. Dial like... it like maybe just a bra and underwear. You know, that can be sexy too. That's the thing. I think even if it had been that, I think I could have dealt with it a bit more. Yeah. Like, it was like, you know, she'd done some, like, she'd done, like, a modelling shoot sort of thing and had a picture. And she was, she was so happy with the pictures. She wanted one of them as her, like, her background. Yeah, that's fine. But straight up naked is a, that's a, a different up, situation. It's a different situation. It just moves yeah. it over a line um so yeah i guess that's something that only that's only ever happened once but that's something that's got to stop this week yeah speaking of things like being forced on you without your without your permission or want um did you know that next gen gaming is on its way g um they're making a game of star trek the next generation no no the next generation of gaming consoles g they're being released at midnight tonight um in england oh oh good 
You know that the PS4 and the Xbox One or the uh, Xbone, as think, um, yeah. people on the internet have taken to calling it. They're they're coming I out. I've because, heard of those things. Yeah. You know how I know, G? How? Because every other fucking advert on the television everywhere I go is an advert for oh, it. Yeah, no, that's how I've seen them. That's how I know. Everywhere. I feel like there should be just an opt out, like because you know how Google ad scans what you've got. I feel like there should be an opt out where, like, you can just tick a box on your Sky membership thing that says the owner Wii U, and they're like, "Oh, okay, I see what's going on here." You're one of those people. Fine, good. You've made a terrible mistake. You've made a terrible mistake, and we don't want to make you sad by showing you, like, more. Like, and it's all, but, like, it's all these incredibly, like, any, there's no, like, footage of games. Well, there's like, footage of like because the only game is Assassin's Creed Four, which, which I have on my Wii U. Yeah, exactly. so you know that's fine. Just like Watch Dogs, that's going to be on the Wii U. Um, those are the only next-gen games I want to play, um, which is good because they're the only ones that exist. Well, there we go. It's just like uh, I don't know Watch Dogs was going to come out, not coming out. That's been pushed back, um, unfortunately. For um, for everybody who pre-ordered it at game, sorry guys. Yeah, you know that thing, that thing that you you bought a next-gen console to play. Uh, you're gonna have to wait until May next year. Sorry about that. That's unfortunate. Um, this whole thing that Sony and Microsoft are trying to do, the entire thing. Could you just stop it, please? Because like, I'm fucking fed up with it. Like the, the like the advert where there's like a guy using the Xbox One to watch football, and then he's like, "Oh, that goal was amazing." And then his mate Skype calls him, and it's like, "That goal was amazing." He's like, "Yes, it was. That goal was amazing." And that was the thing. They're like these are things you can do with your Xbox. No, these are not things I'm ever gonna do with my Xbox. I, I, it's weird that that's the sort of thing that's constantly pushed. It's the sort of the social angle of things. Yeah. I mean, I was talking about this the other day, um, about like about Steam, like yeah. and how you've got Steam friends, and I only ever speak to you and yeah. Greg. Exactly. I and I don't speak to you when I'm playing games, do I? Because I'm busy no, playing. Because we're game. both busy like this is the fucking thing and that that whole situation, I have quite a few rare items on, on Dota Two. I'm not gonna brag about it. They're just things that I've got, you know, random mm. drops. I've been quite lucky. So I have them equipped to my characters when I'm playing the game. And then after games, people are adding me as a friend because they want those items. They want me to trade them to you. So that is like, and then I have to deal with these motherfuckers because I can't just stonewall them because that's not the kind of person I am. So, I, is that like the cards thing and shit you get? No, 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 no. These are these are virtual items that that like you equip your characters and make them look more cool and more unique. Oh, because oh, I'm a sucker for that oh, kind of thing, man. You know that. It's so fucking. Like some special fuck. swords. No, special, fuck like, off. Yeah. No, no, armor. you don't. No, you, no, no, you don't. I do. I own them. They exist. No, they don't. Though. In cyberspace, they don't actually exist. Hey, South Korea says that legally they're exactly the same, and they're pretty up on you know everything. But yeah, um, so yeah, like, I, I mean, that's the thing. I mean, it's these Xbox and the PS4. It's like they, it's just like. Like, hey, you want to play some games? Hey, man, you like zombies? No, I don't like zombies. No one likes zombies anymore. It's 20 fucking 13. No one's liked zombies for about three years. Okay, never mind, man. You like soldiers? You like shooting shit? Yeah. (laughs) 
Get ready for the next Call of Duty or Battlefield or whatever. Yeah. Man the fuck up, dude. You're watching sports. I was like, no, I'm playing video games right now. Go away. <laughs> Do you want to talk about sports while you play video games with your bros? No, no one. Fuck off. No, no one ever just, does that. If just I wanted, to like... Just if I want so to watch that... sports, I'd go around my mate's house with a couple of beers and we'd laugh because we don't understand how sports work because no one actually understands how sports exactly. work. Exactly. It's like, just to like kind of explain to you how like ridiculously disconnected from what like actu- what actually passes for fun in society these people who are planning these things are. Um, if you want a PS4, um, you can go and queue up this evening. They're doing like a midnight release thing, as they often do. You want a yeah. brand new PS4, you can go and play it. Yeah, and then you can buy one. Would, well, I mean, it's too late now, because by the time this goes out, this will already happen. Yeah, yeah. But, but, but if you're going to do that, don't do that. Yeah, yeah, it's too late. You've already done it. You probably already own it, and it's probably all right. Um, 28th of November, you can go to Covent Garden. There is a Sony Centre there. You can queue up until midnight. There are people there right now. It's about 10 o'clock at night right now. They are queuing up, waiting for their PS4. You know who they've got to entertain them on a big stage while they're waiting to get their PS4? I don't know. I want you to guess who Sony have employed to be the musical entertainment at this event. Right, so it's musical entertainment for a bunch of nerds. So, I mean, I... They'll have entirely misjudged it. It'll be just the biggest star on Sony's record label. Tiny Temper. Fucking exactly. Tiny Tiny Temper. That who's I don't think he's been musically relevant till he like made that song where he talks about keeping clothes at his aunt's house. He did that, then he disappeared. That's what happened, yeah. right? Yeah, he made an amazing song about how he lived with how he had to do all this laundry at his aunt's. Yeah. And then he and then he dropped off, which is fine because some people do that. He made his money and he disappeared. But no, now he's. Um, if you want to go buy a PS4, you you first you're gonna have to get through a gauntlet of at least two hours of Tiny Temper if you want it. Good luck. How badly do you want it? You're not gonna want it by the time you get to the end of your queue, end of the queue. Oh, but no, no, you know these guys, they just want to play FIFA with their bros, man. No, they don't. Nobody wants to play FIFA. <laughs> no dude you don't get it fifa new fifa they want to oh fuck i saw an advert for that today because obviously it's now like games advert you mean the one where like the guy, the guy turns, turns into, into a fucking Lionel, footballer t- and like yeah, all of his, his all of his skin, skin like flakes off into the shoes of lionel messi it's fucking it's like something it's like one of the dr- nightmare sequences from brazil it's terrifying. <laughs> I don't want to turn into like like Westworld virtual Lionel Messi. I don't want that. No one wants that. I don't want to buy an Xbox and then like my fiance to come home and I'm like a virtual version <laughs> of of Lionel Messi that looks almost perfect, but not quite perfect enough. Just that one percent out that makes you terrified. I know it's it's really fucking shit. It's like uh, there's all of the good games have been pushed back. No, like, like, what are you gonna buy? Like, why? Just why? <laughs> Just fucking why? And this this whole like shitstorm of stupidity has been compounded further this weekend by um by. Xbox's um, marketing team being just as good as th- their job as they have been for the last fucking year and a half. <laughs> when when Sony managed to to like beat Ma- Microsoft at E3 just by putting up a video of one guy handing a game to another guy. 
Christ. That was their epic burn. Yeah. Oh, you can give games to other people. That's how badly Microsoft failed at E3 um, mm. th- this year. So, so um, what they've done this week, G, as I'm sure you're aware of, because it's all over Twitter, is they've made like a pre-made... Well, they made it. It's not up anymore on their website. You can <laughs> go on their website. It's not there anymore. They may have pulled it for some reason. They made a, uh, a pre-made letter... Um, which you can change aspects of. It's basically a letter to um, somebody who controls the money in your relationship. Maybe it's a parent, a grandparent, or a uh, a, a spouse, or long-term mm. live-in girlfriend or boyfriend. And um, they made this letter that was like, hey, I know you'd like this and that, but if we get an Xbox, then we can do all those things together because it does sports and movies and everything, and that's really cool. Uh, which is like bullshit because you yeah. know I wanted a games console, so I bought so I bought one. It's called the Wii U, and it's awesome. Yeah. And I play uh, Skylanders like, on oh, it. And that's so fine. TV. Oh, good because I have a TiVo box. Fuck you. Yeah, yeah. Oh, oh no, this does Netflix as well. So it's does a TiVo not, box. Yeah, exactly. It's not an arsehole about it. Um, and and they made this thing, which is like, oh yeah, Xbox, we've got your back. Which is a stupid fucking thing. Like, no one says we've got your back anymore. No one has ever said we've got your back. Actually. You know who says we've got your back? Characters you know, in you know? Call of Duty. That's who says we've got your back. Not real people. <sighs> oh, face. So they made this thing. Fuckers. And that's bad enough. Like, mm, like make a oh, you letter for your relatives. Yeah. Um, and but the default settings when you load into it are, hey, honey, um, I know you don't like zombies and you're more into knitting. What? <laughs> You've done it again. You've accidentally <laughs> fucked it all up again. Just that, just that paragraph. Do you not understand? Did nobody read that paragraph and go, that might be a bit sexist, guys? No, because they're just colossal fucks. But, like... To the point where I'm not even getting angry about this anymore because they're like, like, how can a marketing team so ridiculously fail so often, so consistently? Like they must have, they must it's have rotated ag- some staff out of that it's department. Once again, the thing where I'm just going, why, why have they, pe- why am I working sort of my job when these people are getting paid like ten times as much as me and are really shit at it? Yeah. Why do? Why doesn't someone give me a hundred thousand pounds to be like even moderately better at my job? Than it would be so easy to do. That fucking department. It would be so easy to do. So easy because you could just do that exact thing. Like all that money they spent on the fucking Call of Duty Ghosts trailer, which had a higher budget than a lot of movies I've seen. They could have spent that money on like an awesome on an awesome trailer for the Xbox One. They could have like like a a a nineteen fifty style nuclear family that 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 all have parts to play in in the game that they're involved in. Maybe the mum could fly the attack helicopter. <laughs> but no, bro. No, bro. It's for your dudes to play. Let's convince your girlfriend to help you fight zombies, man. Hey, hey, let the girlfriend pet play, pay, and you can play with your bros. Get your homies round. Get some, get some suds with your homies. Some cold hairs. Hey, you kids like weed? <laughs> Shush, fuck off, Xbox. <laughs> Xbox, stop, fuck stop, off. Stop trying to sell my kids weed, you dicks. 
the fuck's wrong with you? Sorry, bro. But how about this football? No, fuck off. You have like a terrible lineup of launch titles. You're like your your launch for the next generation of consoles is an absolute shambles. Hey, we've got this. Yeah, it's also on the Xbox 360. Yeah, but this is like HD or something. Shut the fuck up. <laughs> Shut the fuck up and watch this. <laughs> Bro. Um, also, just like on that whole culture thing, like it's because it's as part of the same thing. Can people stop fucking blowing up their Xboxes for like YouTube videos? Can people stop? Oh, oh yeah, I queued up for like five hours to get my new PlayStation, and now I'm sticking in a blender. Yeah, bro. Like, no, fuck you. But, do you know that costs several hundred dollars? It's videos like that that, like, you People can imagine that, like, to death, and you spent several hundred dollars to fucking blend a PlayStation. The <laughs> moment you're, the moment that, like, Al Qaeda could take your YouTube video unedited and use it, like, as a reason to destroy national landmarks, is the moment when you've got to rethink your life. It- Exactly. You don't I mean, have to do like they wouldn't have to do anything to be like this is why this is why we hate America. Here is a video. Here's we we take that video and then you just chase it with the video of that guy that guy who eats like eighteen McRibs and a and a whole massive bottle of malt liquor and then burps and screams America. What's his name? He's a guy who exists. I know. I I seen it. He just drives, and he drives around in his car, drinking forties and burping. And yeah, it's just that is horrible. Yeah, um, but yeah, no, kind of like, hey, how about we get one of those videos of you blowing up your new Xbox and just show it to like some starving kids in the Congo who mined out the coltan that was required to make your fucking Xbox. You dick. Yeah, but they like, haven't even. Have they, they probably much- haven't even played Uncharted One on the PS3. <laughs> And you motherfucker, you're blowing up a PS4? You just, just stop. I hate you so much. You, you fucking kids. With you know your what, fucking... Like, do you know the, the only thing, in this, like, in this week when, like, people in the Philippines are still struggling to survive after a terrible typhoon. Yeah. In this week when China and Japan are like on the verge of going to war over a fucking rock in the ocean, these guys were mostly concerned, apart from blowing up their fucking Xboxes, their main concern was that Brian the dog on Family Guy was killed. Is that a thing that happened? That's that's what happened this week. They killed off Brian the dog. And they didn't, because like obviously it's a cartoon thing. And like he's going to be like back next week when like Stewie makes some like fucking robot machine or something because it's fucking so, he's, so you're and saying he's cartoon. you say you're saying he's not an actor you're no, saying he is a he is a, a fictional talking dog he's a fictional character played by seth fucking mcfarlane and one of the reasons i'm so angry is actually i've got like i've got like all my links up to my stories and one of the stories is about seth mcfarlane and i've got his face looking at me and that link has been open for like the last 20 minutes and it's just frustrating me so much she has a picture of seth mcfarlane stuck next to his um his bathroom mirror it motivates him to carry on every day just, just, just stares him into the eyes and be like i'm gonna beat you i'm gonna beat you today <laughs> one day i can look at him from up i i can be on high looking down at seth mcfarland spitting in his fucking face um he's got a new show coming out oh good he's got a new show That's what we needed another what so 
we need another show. He did the Cleveland show. That was a show. Did the figure, he's done Family Guy, did the Cleveland show. American, American Dad. Dad. It's all right. But, um, but yeah, he's, he's now doing... Um, He's now doing a show called Borderland. The show centers on two families living in a small town on the US-Mexico border. One is headed by a border patrol agent. The other is an industrious Mexican immigrant. You motherfucker! Stop. That's that's a bad bad premise. Because it's just like... The thing is about his show, Simon, is they're just about, like, blue-collar guys, you know? About, like, two... This is a show about two guys, like, family men, these two guys. They both watch... You know, they're both on the other side of the border, but they've got a lot in common, you know? They both, like, watch the game and shit. Fuck! Shut the fuck up! Yeah. You know what? I would watch that that, um, TV show if it was an actual live-action thing made by HBO... And it starred Bruce Willis as the Border Patrol man and Danny Trejo as the the Mexican immigrant. Oh, congratulations, you've just made a better show than Seth MacFarlane. That, it's not, that's it's not pretty, difficult, is it? It's like the easiest fucking thing in the so world. So easy. Oh, but no, he killed Brian. He killed Brian. No, he didn't. What a shake-up. That's going to that's gonna change some lives. You, you know, know what I really did, wish like, right now, G? I wish that I was watching that on my Xbox One and then I could pause it and picture in picture Skype to you about how sad I am that he's dead. And they've replaced him with a wise-cracking Italian-American dog called Vinny. Really? That's, <laughs> that's a thing they've done. Bosh! <laughs> Seriously. Jersey, like, has he waited until everybody stopped talking about Jersey Shore? Like, the exact point when everybody was like, well, this is done now. We may as well just close up the shop on this stereotype. He's like, no, now is my time. Now it's time for Vinny the dog. Whoa! Whoa. Now is the time for Guido the dog. Fucking hell, this guy. So fuck Seth MacFarlane, fuck the Xbox, fuck anyone who blew up an X, fuck anyone who made an Xbox or then destroyed an Xbox or PS4 replacers necessary. Fuck Seth MacFarlane and fuck anyone who watches Family Guy in 2013. Me and Nintendo, we call. We call, we call still Activision Nintendo. Because I've got to have my, got to have my Skylanders. The amount of I've spent so much money on Skylanders, man, you you don't even know. So ridiculous! It's like, out of control. You've spent so much on a children's video game. It's for so good. Like seriously, next time you come up, you, next time you come to Leamington, we will sit down and play it together, and you will understand. You will understand why it's so good. It's so good. You're, you're really going to have to pick up the slack at this point. I have really fucked up my throat. Oh, that's okay. I'll um, I'll work something out. I had the thing written down. Oh yeah, um, G was was saying on Twitter, which yeah. is something I kind of liked, is that according to our YouTube, um, our YouTube traffic, our biggest viewers are in what Malaysia and Saudi Arabia and Saudi Arabia. Yeah, Those I mean, might, we have a YouTube channel. It's got like five like short clips, best of bits. I guess yeah. you could say from the show. Um, we haven't had a great deal of views on any of them. I think it's just because like we don't really push it that much. We only really use it as like a like a whenever we say something that one of us likes, it just gets edited down a little bit and put onto the YouTube channel so people can be like, Well, if you don't want to listen to an entire hour long episode of these guys talking about stuff, just watch this so you can get a taste. And we, like it's been used a little bit for that. Yeah. But <clears throat> Saudi Arabia and Malaysia, huh? Yeah, fucking love 
errand of mercy, apparently. I think, like, I would love to see... I was thinking about it today, actually. I would love to see... You know how, like, that in Bollywood, the way they do their movie posters is it's all kind of, like, painted in this stylized way? Like the old Star Wars movie posters, it's all, like, kind of crazy, like, close-ups of heads and people's on motorcycles and stuff. Yeah. I would love to see, like, a, a Saudi Arabian malaysian version of one of those like maybe i'd be on a holiday in malaysia in five or six years time and there's just, just like a find a painting of yourself on of the like side me of and it. you like a really weird like <laughs> bo- like 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 malaysian arted out like me and you shouting into microphones that'd be amazing like back to back and maybe you're wearing aviator sunglasses for no reason <laughs> yeah it's just on the side of like a, a malaysian sort of like beach bar just yeah. like a shack yeah, it's a, it's a painting of us. Yeah, and it's just like the Errand of Mercy Beach House, but it's not even called the Errand of Mercy. No. It's called it's called um, Brit- British Merciful Errand or something like that. <laughs> yeah, and it's just a picture of us yelling into microphones. Yeah, that's, that's amazing. I'd love but to like see shit, that. like like with a with a, a nuclear explosion going off in the background. <laughs> yeah, no, that would be good. Uh, be like a, a a motorcycle gang or something. It'd be amazing. <laughs> Yeah, if someone could set that up, that'd be brilliant. <laughs> we do anybody... take any other sort of fan art, by the way. Yeah. Um, probably best to email us that to us. It's uh, eom.podcast at gmail.com. Um, I recently put up some fan art that Becky had sent us ages ago, and I just kept forgetting to put onto the Facebook page, facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy. Just get on that. It's really good. Hey, what if my fan art's not good enough? Not a thing. Nothing. Um, we love all all fan art. The the crazier and 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 worse, the better. In fact, oh. if you know what I mean. It's, like uh, actually, to be honest, like Becky's most recent thing, which has Miley Cyrus and Justin Bieber, just their voice bubbles. So we know yeah. they're in there in the car, running someone over with an air freshener that says "swag" on it. It's just <laughs> I want an air freshener that says I want a painting of both of us on the side of a Malaysian bar, and I want an air freshener that says "swag." I want two. I want one that says "swag" and then one behind it that says "fresh." Oh, I had, I saw a new story. Um, this uh, this week, in fact, that I wanted to talk to you about, G. This is a quite a depressing news story, so I'm going to try and skirt around the particulars of it. Um, they said, like, and I don't really want to focus on the on the details of the of the story itself. Actually, what I want to talk about is um, just something that was that that came up when I was looking at a news story. This is the the, the news of a um, a man who after losing a legal battle with a family he had opened a shop with, proceeds to get onto a train and like go to their house and stab them all to death. He then sleeps in their house after he's killed them. He's a crazy man. Because he's crazy. He's broken. His mind has broken. He sleeps in the house and then like disappears. He he leaves England, manages to get out of the country, and they track him down in Morocco some months later. Mm. Now, all of this has happened, and you're thinking, well, where are the police? Well, the police received a 999 call from like one of the daughters of the family <clears> like <throat> while the, 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 the break-in was in progress at about half past three in the afternoon. So we're not talking like middle of the night. And then Northamptonshire police mishandled the, 99, the 999 call, went to the wrong house, and were like, oh, there's nothing wrong here, um, and just came back, and they're like, oh, well, can't have been anything then. Nothing to worry about. Anyway, back to work. Um, the guy was on the run for 14 months, 
was captured in Morocco in July 2012 and has only recently been brought to justice. Like they, they brought him back to England. He's going to prison for a long time, long time, rightfully so. Now, the Independent Police Complaints Commission investigate the situation and were like, oh, no, there, there's, no there, there's no way the outcome could have been changed. The police going to the wrong house had no effect on things. So, you know, nobody gets in trouble for that. Um, I... Are you reading the same news story that I'm reading? Because it says here that he he murdered a family in their house at half past three in the afternoon and then just hung out and then slept in their house. He then escaped the country and went on the run for two years and we captured him in Morocco in July 2012. And you're saying the police force who received a frantic phone call during like in while the crime was in progress which was apparently so disturbing it brought the jury for tears to tears went to the wrong house and then went guess uh, guess everything's all right and didn't investigate any further and then you're saying that that's fine because you know they couldn't have stopped the murder um or caught the guy who uh, who hung out at the house long enough to sleep there overnight and then escape the country well, I mean, the depressing thing about the Independent Police Complaints Commission, Simon, is that it's actually run by the police. Oh, you motherfuckers. Right, Who the watches indif- the Watchmen, G? Yeah, basically what happens with the Independent Police Complaints Commission. So in this place, it was like Northamptonshire Police. Yeah. Um, so what would have happened was that the police force next to them, like the next sort of, which I don't know, would be like Thames Valley Police or something, Where's uh, Northamptonshire? It's so, like near London, isn't uh, it? It's somewhere like that. Yeah, so like the Berkshire Police or Berkshire Police or something yeah. would have then investigated the Northamptonshire Police. They're like, yeah, everything's fine. Because obviously the police have no interest in saying that the police have done something wrong. Oh, they cut off the call prematurely as well. Well, of course they did. Yeah, no, the Pol- Independent Police Complaints Commission is... Just- not fucking... independent is the police and isn't the Complaints Commission. It's Why like, are we it, allowing this not- to continue? Because, because, no, well, they're going to change it now. Do you know why they're going to change it? It's not because of that thing you just said. Is it because, uh, is it because by any chance, like some police lied about an MP calling someone a pleb, G? Is that That, why they're changing it? That's why they're changing it. Not because like a family of four were fatally stabbed, the murderer stayed in their house for over 24 hours, then escaped for two years. No, that's not a reason to reform a, a police complaints commission who found nobody in the police at fault even though they went to the wrong house cut off the call prematurely and allowed the guy to escape no that's uh yeah that's everything seems all right here i i shout for a bit i kind of fuck up my voice slightly and then you give us a really depressing political story about a horrible murder just like i'm just like hey simon pick up the slack for a bit well it is a terrible murder it says nothing funny it's not funny i'm not trying to be funny i'm a 25 year old man i'm angry as hell this is like it's just shocking yeah it's our comedy podcast this is our comedy podcast it's uh our errand of mercy we have a theoretical jail on the errand of mercy the infinite jail for creepy fuckers oh yeah i forgot about that we should put the independent police complaints commission in infinite jail for creepy fuckers definitely what are you guys doing that's, so they, that, I think that has Utah Goatman, doesn't it? Yeah, it does. So you're in there with Utah Goatman, the guy who created um, a religion based around watching women go to the toilet, <laughs> and and you, the entire Police Complaints Commission. 
Enjoy um, your time there. You're there forever. A McDonald's in Haverford West, Pembrokeshire, has apologised for playing an explicit rap song during the breakfast period. <laughs> McDonald's has been here? forced to apologise after a branch in Wales played a trap song referencing violent prison rape and underage sex at breakfast time. <laughs> what song was this? <laughs> Only 17, a song produced by American rapper Rocker Rocker Alley, was played in the Pembrokeshire Haverford West branch on Friday, while Steve Davidson was eating with his 20-month-old grandson at 9.30am. The four-minute track features graphic lyrics about having sex with a 17-year-old and being raped in prison. (laughs) That's just... That's not like a a song like maybe, for, for example, 50 Cent's Lollipop? Uh, yeah. Or is it called Candy Shop? Where it's Something sort like of that. hidden, kind of in the lyrics. Yeah, where where somebody's been like, this is offensive, and the people at McDonald's were like, you know what, you're right. Well, it's charted music, so you know what you're going to do about that. That's just the way that pop music is sometimes. But that sounds like a like a a weirdly niche song. It's yeah, like I've it's, never heard of this guy before. Well, the, apparently, what's happened is <laughs> that. The staff member on the night shift who was responsible for cleaning up left his iPod plugged oh, yeah. into the music system. That guy. And then yeah. when they t- opened up the restaurant in the morning, no one bothered to check what the music was that was playing. And I'm like, oh, this is a bit more... This, this hit, there's a lot more hip-hop in the, uh, in, the, in the playlist than usual. It's a bit more like James Blunt or something. Like the doors to the McDonald's open for, and the breakfast rush starts to the tune of Cop Killer! Like, <laughs> hang on a minute. I'm... I'm it, one of the sad things is that I first saw this story in the Metro and um, initially they printed some of the lyrics. Oh, no. Uh, but now they say the four-minute track features vulgar lyrics which are too explicit to publish. As so, we have learned ourselves. Do you, want me to, do you want me to Google this song? We need to know more about Only 17. I bet it's really horrible as well. Because, okay. you know... Like, okay, only 17 lyrics. Let's see. Recently, Let's... Jason Derulo brought out a song where 2 Chains said, you can touch my penis. Oh, my God. Is it bad? It's so bad. It's... <laughs> <laughs> this is the worst song. <laughs> this, this is a song from an episode of Brass Eye. Maybe we should maybe we should keep an eye on that that night shift cleaning guy. I think so. Just just um, keep tabs on him this week. Right, okay. The first lyric is she was licking my nuts. So oh, good. And it really I'd like to imagine that like she was licking my nuts. I'm trying to find any lyrics that are able to say. Really? Like should have told me to show me some ID before I knew it. She was sucking on my D. That's oh my, a bad lyric. That's not a good rhyme. Oh, like When I was getting laid, her age was of no concern. Now I'm getting AIDS. Them gays are taking turns. Oh, my God. <laughs> song ever. How does this manage, it, manage to like <laughs> be next, so the bad? Next, the next sort of couplet rhymes cornhole with base, basketball. <laughs> <laughs> like, not only is, like, are your lyrics horrific, but your, but, like, your rhymes, your rhymes are bad. It's just... You have oh bad God. rhymes, sir. It's you so are... strong as well. It's like the longest rap I've ever seen. 
It's so, so long. I'm about to send you a link, Simon. It's like the longest song ever written. Let's see this. Let's see. So, whoa, this is ridiculous. <laughs> if you ever got a hoe to take your pants off and then the cops taking you away in handcuffs and Chris Hansen saying, why don't you have a seat here with me? <laughs> Oh. oh my god, this is horrible. <laughs> so yeah, this was playing in a McDonald's restaurant. It's... I was up in her butt butt slapping them cheap's cheeks. Oh, now I'm getting love from a guy called Jesus. <laughs> Doesn't even rhyme, sir. Rhyme. You're the worst rapper. You're like you're the worst rapper in terms of content and execution. <laughs> Ba -da -ba -ba -ba. I'm, loving, I'm it. loving it. Oh no! Oh. So yeah, please. This week, when you go into work, make sure that someone hasn't left their iPod plugged into the sound system, and that they may or may not be a sex offender. I'm not saying that he is. It's just like this but is not a. On the oh my god, he uses he uses the phrase skeet correctly as well which is no, not something you want not, it's not a word you ever want to use correctly ah ski ski motherfucker no. i love that song yeah everyone loves that song i just want to i spoke about it maybe last week maybe the week before um yeah. that on dj hero there is a mix of get low that song i just i just talked about yeah um and um in the club by 50 cent it's a mega mix of those two songs. That is a mega mix. It is like, man, I like they should just be the same song anyway. <laughs> they're, they're basically the same thing. Finally, somebody has made that connection. Thank you, DJ Hero, for bringing that into my life. I'm um, now 80% more G. So, yeah, I think we've come up for an hour. Before your throat falls out and I'm a tiny lich rolls out. I Maybe the podcast is what's going to push you over the, the edge. Tomorrow you'll just be like in a podcast-induced stupor. <laughs> I think I'm going to be dead tomorrow. <laughs> I hope not, but, you know, at least, I will, at least I'll die before I turn 25. It's pretty rock and roll, isn't it? <laughs> dying, dying on stage, as it were. The stage of the internet. Oh, my, I really should stop being in a position where I'm laughing. <laughs> okay. Off. Um, so yeah thank you very much for listening um, as always you can like our show on Facebook that's facebook.com forward slash errand of mercy our Twitter is at EOM podcast and uh, our email is eom.podcast at gmail.com um, we've I, I, I've mentioned on the Twitter account we should be back up on iTunes in the next couple of days so that whole kerfuffle yeah think is finally coming to we an end. We found the right channels to make the sacrifices through to thanks, get everything sorted. very much, Faisal, at iTunes. Um, he's a good lad. He is a good lad, I've got to say. Um, so, yeah, um, we should be up and running, back on, you know, everything working properly um, next week. And um, hopefully by next week I'll feel a bit better and be able to talk. I hope so. I hope so. Because you've got, you got to pull through for next week, man. It's episode 69. <sighs> I've got to make so many jokes. I know. So many jokes about how it's a funny number. That episode's for the ladies, by the way, everyone. <laughs> also, Prepare yourselves, ladies. Yeah. Also for the fellas, you know, it's for everyone. That's, the, for that's, everyone. The, that's, that's the amazing thing about 69. It's like love. <laughs> the number 69 is like love. Oh, God.
Goodbye. Goodbye. Spotlight 